Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach and motivational speaker who has a passion for helping women who need a second win. She is the author of the Amazon bestseller, Effortless Happiness, How to Find Your Voice and Finally Ask for What You Really Want. She studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, and is a fully certified coach in his program. Also, she has served as an assistant in his training programs. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted thousands of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you to get your second wind. Now here's your host, Joyce Buford. Welcome to Second Wind. And this is Joyce Buford talking with you today and welcoming you to this 60 minutes of sheer joy that we're going to have today. This is a show about women learning from other women about their stories and their successes in maneuvering the changes involved with transition. It's about the successes that we each experience on the other side of our transition. Yes, I'm saying there is happiness and immense bundles of success on the other side of transition. It seems impossible when you're in the fear and the doubt of the moments of change. Now, my guest today is Cynthia Isaac, and she is an amazing woman that you are going to love to hear her story and hear her talk about her work in helping women, such as yourself, transition through and recover from their transitions so that they're living the most potential, happiest, effective life for themselves. So we will be listening to Cynthia and having that conversation in the show. First, I want to talk about that transition moment. And we call those the defining moments. Now, we have many defining moments, but let me give you a definition from the dictionary of what a defining moment is. It's an event that influences or changes all subsequent related occurrences. Sounds very dictionary, doesn't it? Dictionary. (laughs) But to put it in more simply defined words, let's call a defining moment is the fork in the road. It's one of those times where depending on the moment and how you react to it, your life could go one way, one direction, or another. Now, these moments are both happy and they can be sad moments. And And these are some of the examples. You could be getting married, or the sad side of that could be divorce. Or the sad side of that could lose your spouse, love of your life. You could be buying your first home. That's an exciting moment. Getting your first job. That's an exciting moment. Taking a big trip, trip of a lifetime. One of those you thought you never experience. Paying off debt. Ah, that's a big one. What a successful defining Spirit-lifting moment, that is. Finishing school, the world is 
indeed your treasure chest. Finishing school is an amazing step forward. Retiring, ah, the opposite end of the spectrum. In retiring, so many people look forward to total freedom to do what they choose to do, to perhaps accomplish another dream. Losing a loved one, be it spouse, child, these are moments we really don't have any control. It's not like we choose to do something, but life offers it to us. And yet it is a defining moment how we maneuver through that change, that defining moment. Having a baby. Oh, my goodness. That changes life, (laughs) but in a happy way. So these are some of the moments that I call the defining moments that we each have in our lives. They change our path, good or bad, successful or not, how successful they are and how not successful they are, really many times depends upon us. Where is our heart? Where is our mind? Where is our resilience to face the challenges that may follow a decision? A defining moment. So as I speak of this moment, I hope that you will recall in your life some of those defining moments. I would even charge with you to make a list of those moments. When have you faced a challenge in your life and did you overcome that challenge successfully or would you like to have a redo? And we can always have a redo. So I'd like for you to take that moment this week to actually look at yourself, to actually own and define those moments and how you maneuvered through them successfully. So, with that being said, I want to introduce our fantastic guest today, Cynthia Isaac. Now, Cynthia is a personal growth and transformational mentor. She has many practices which she can which she uses in her personal development development training and workshops and seminars. She facilitates those purposes in life to help encourage, empower women worldwide to love themselves radically, sorry, I couldn't say that word, and rediscover the real you so that you can create the life of your dreams with grace and ease. I love that. Her passion is to witness you becoming the best version of yourself as you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and your own God-given intuition. I love that she works with intuition, self-intuition. So, Cynthia, I welcome you today to Second Wind. Hello, Joyce. How are you? I'm good. I am so glad to be here, and I welcome uh, the audience as well. I am so glad to be here with you. (laughs) I know. 
So I bet you've had a defining moment or two in your life, haven't you? What were some of oh, yours? Yes, Can you yes, say? and yes. <laughs> <laughs> we all have them, don't we? I bet you, I know you have children. That was a defining moment. Yes, yes. I have one daughter. Mm-hmm. Yes, wonderful. So you were married. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was married, and I also experienced um, my husband passing, and I became uh-huh. a widow. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's a difficult transition. I know so yes, many of my was. friends go through that as well. Yeah. So one of those transitions that I went through uh, in my life, my earlier life, is that when I married, I was not able to have children. And it was really interesting, you know, when you have, when you face that, what do you do? Do you just not have children or do you pursue finding a child? And so we adopted two absolutely beautiful children from an agency. Not the same time, fortunately. I took one at a time. But uh, it was it was a life-changing experience. I think children are one of the blessings, and at the same time, they are definitely challenges in all areas of our life, from freedom to financial to challenging love, disciplining, I mean, all of that. Uh, so that it's a wonderful memory, and yet you look at those little those little kiddos that in their in their younger years would stand and stomp and do these little things, and you go <laughs> as they're adults, you go, oh, look, they're so amazing! I love them more as an adult. Yes. <laughs> I certainly did with my daughter and <laughs> my son had his own moments. So anyway, isn't that a most wonderful part of being a parent when we get to go back and revisit those times? So I would like for you to tell us a little bit. You have a very special project that you are doing right now, and I know it's coming up, and I really would like for you to share that with us, if you will. So talk about your defining spiritual connection, what that is. Okay. Um, I would love to do that. And I will say that it is truly a transition. Um, It was 10 years ago when my husband died. And Mm. for those 10 years, I buried myself, you know, with my family, which is my daughter and her son. And I, you know, became successful, you know, working the business and doing things that I felt was important to me. Yeah. And then at some, at some point, I something happened. Something <clears throat> happened in my heart. And that something was I started to yearn or want to love again, to have yeah. a romantic partner in my life. And yeah. it wasn't as if I was going out looking for It was more that that feeling just came within me. And... What I knew was that that was not something that I was conjuring up in my head. Mm-hmm. This was something that came from deep within. Mm-hmm. And it actually surprised me. So what I did is I followed that intuition, that feeling, the spirit, divine. Uh-huh. And I've been actually following this divine for a long time, but I knew that this was something different. This was calling me uh, to go to step beyond, to step out of 
what I knew. I had no idea where I was going, so it wasn't like I had anything planned. So you asked, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you asked about the, defining, yeah. the, the defining moment. Um, <laughs> that was the defining moment where I realized that um, it was time to do that. So <laughs> as I began to do that, um, as I said, I didn't know where I was going. I wasn't sure of my direction. I was simply following the divine. And I found myself in situations where I wanted to experience that. And mm-hmm. what, I, what I was getting is that it was time for me to connect with my soulmate. And mm-hmm. I, I, it, I, I, I had no idea what that was. I didn't know how to go about that. It was just something that happened. And... As a result of that, not knowing, <laughs> not sure, wondering, <laughs> but still taking step by step as the divine is leading me, it actually was the birth of this project that I call Divine Spiritual Connection. Mm-hmm. And the birth of it is like falling in love with yourself, first of all. Yes. And then as you fall in love with yourself, then you will connect with your partner, your soulmate. And then together, you will create the life of your dream. Mm-hmm. And so that's what this—that's what happened to me. <laughs> so, it, it is. <laughs> yes, yes, it's a beautiful thing. You know, I heard you speak a little earlier about the fork in the road, the fork in the road, and how yeah. it could be happy and sad. Uh-huh. So that's that's kind of a, um, I feel like I'm at a bit of a fork of the road, meaning that. Of course, I want, you know, love. I want happiness. I want to create this life. But I also know that doing that, it takes time. Doing that, I have to open my heart. And sometimes when you do things like that, you open yourself up to potential um, hurt, uh, being vulnerable. So I'm kind of weighing that, you know, but the bottom line is I'm following the divine and that's what my, that's where my strength is. It's really, really listening deeply and following the divine and uh, just taking one step, one moment at a time and doing all of this with grace and ease in the midst of tears, in the midst of wondering, <laughs> in the midst of how things are going to all uh, uh, turn out. <laughs> Right. Now, have you found your soulmate or you're in the in the process of finding your soulmate? I believe I am in the process. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe that, you okay. know, in other words, uh, it's all new to me. It isn't like, you know, uh, it's all new to me and I'm in the process. That's what I can say. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love that. You talk, begin talking, you teach the self-love. I believe that is the number one challenge of most women that live. We so, we are the nurturers of the world, of course. And so we tend to fill other people's needs before our own. And I I so applaud that one of your big missions is to is the preaching of the importance of loving yourself. Yes, yes. Yeah. So 
what would you say? Is there something that you advocate for most people beginning their process of loving themselves? Yes, yes, that is so imperative. That is so essential. In fact, that is where, as I said, I'm being led by the Spirit. And that is where it's like I feel like uh, that's where I've been, the Spirit has been hovering over me, is to Mm -hmm. really make sure that I'm loving myself in every way possible. And I I say the same thing for my clients and for uh, women and people that I uh, have relationships with, business as well mm-hmm. as personal, uh, mm-hmm. that, that, is, that is so key. That is so important because most people have never been taught how to truly love themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear stories, but most of the time people go by what they've been used to doing. They go by what maybe somebody else expects of them. They go by, you know, what they think may be right at the time. And mm-hmm. when you truly, truly love yourself, you have to really get to know yourself. You have to really start making decisions that are in line with who you are and who you are becoming. Yeah. So you have to listen to that small voice. Yeah, Cynthia, tell us some of the steps that you recommend to women that have are just beginning on the journey of finding themselves and loving themselves. Do you actually have things they do or are to yes. begin the journey? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Well, let me speak a little bit about my goal for the summit, and I think that may give you a clear, a clear picture of um, where this is going and okay. how this can help people in the audience who may be in the place of wanting to love themselves and yes. seeing the importance of that. Yeah, well, my goal, sure. well, first of all, in the summit, what I did uh, is called Divine Spiritual Connection, and it mm-hmm. is a where I went and interviewed a series of 25-plus amazing influencers and experts in the area of love and relationships. Mm-hmm. And I asked them to share their wisdom, their knowledge, and their, and their expertise for finding love on a spiritual level so that you now can con- connect to that divine soulmate and create the life of your dream. So that's, mm-hmm. that, that's what it was. And right. my goal for it was to encourage, equip, and empower the women mm-hmm. so that they could, number one, recognize, identify, and tap into their own greatness. Every single person has within them that seed of greatness. Right. And, and, Often, we talked a little earlier how sometimes life can bring painful situations. And in those painful situations, I have learned, and I teach other people to learn, to allow those emotions to come up. Mm-hmm. Because if you cannot feel it, it was, you cannot heal it. So mm-hmm. my thing that I help people with is to grow through the pain, to heal the heartache, to stop accepting this satisfaction as status quo. Right. Yeah. So that's the first step is to, is to recognize, you know, am I happy in this situation? Does this situation make me feel good? Or does this situation make me question myself? Does this situation make me wonder why I'm in it? So that's the first thing, paying attention to how you're feeling, what's in your heart. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I mean, people need to know that when they're sitting in a group and they're not resonating with the group or they're with a friend and they're not they're not quite in tune anymore 
they need to realize that those are those are quote unquote defining moments of what do I do with this? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I I talked a little earlier in our conversation. At some point, my heart was telling me, okay, you know, you love your family. You you know, you love doing what you're doing, but right. you really need somebody special in your life right now. Mm-hmm. My heart mm-hmm. was telling me that. <laughs> right. Yes. And I had to listen to that, but it wasn't like I said, oh, let me go out and look for somebody. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so that's part of the beginning of it. It's like, okay, you know, if you really, really love yourself, then you will want to share yourself with someone special. And now is the time for that to happen. Yeah. I think making that decision of being receptive to love yes. is yes. important. I mean, that's a must. And, yeah. it, and it, I know uh, lots of girlfriends, um, I am single and, and, you know, some girls really are women, excuse me. I, we're all girls to me. I don't care how old you are, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, nor, uh, how many titles you have, you're a girl. Um, so I think it's, uh, accepting that we either do or do not want another relationship is important. That's step number one. And then yes, you proceed exactly. as you are so successfully doing. I know you are. Yeah, and you know, that's the whole thing about it is being able to tap into your own intuition. Because you're yes. right, not not everyone may want to have a personal soulmate love in their life. Yes. They may not. And if they don't, that's okay. Right. Um, you know, maybe it's something else to them. But the bottom line is Am I honoring myself? Am I right. listening to myself? Am I listening to my inner child? You know, sometimes mm. we forget about that inner child, that person that's on the inside that often gets overlooked. That's the person that's saying, hey, <laughs> listen to listen me. Listen to me. <laughs> I need attention. <laughs> love me. Even though I've been mischievous, yeah. love me. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Now we're not saying to that woman out there that does not want the relationship that she's wrong by any means. Again, exactly that in her voice. You got it. To make that decision. Exactly. Uh, in fact, we all the whole the whole part of loving yourself is knowing yourself enough to know what's right for you. Absolutely. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. So when one uh, uh, do you have any steps that somebody takes, like in the day-to-day practice that they do to try to help them start loving themselves, appreciating themselves more, growing more? Anything that you really recommend to your uh, clients? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, as I said, the first thing is to I say stop. You need to stop. You need to slow down. Because life can carry us all over the place. If we're Mm -hmm. not careful, we can follow all kinds of shiny objects. We can be doing things for all the wrong reasons. I've heard of people who, and I've talked with people who have um, climbed the corporate ladder only to find out that once they're there, it doesn't make me happy. Mm -hmm. So what what do I do with my life? And those mm-hmm. people are in transition because all of their adult life they've spent building this career and they're at the top of the career and realizing that 
this is not satisfying me. Mm-hmm. And at that point, they may decide they want to do something different. So now you have to start to think differently. You have to stop, first of all, and realize that, okay, this is not working. So therefore, I need to do something different. Uh, I need to think different. I, I work a lot with um, meditating, helping people to meditate. Yes. It is being, being quiet. Uh, it, mm-hmm. It's uh, paying attention to what your own thoughts are, what your hopes, what your dreams are. It's connecting with spirit, allowing spirit to reveal to you your purpose, your passion, your next step. Mm-hmm. It's also working with, uh, um, I have a lot of assessments I work with when I work with people, um, finding out what it is that they want, what's important to them, what are they created to do. Mm-hmm. And then follow your right. own dream. And, you're only, and you know what? The good thing about it is that it isn't like you have to go from, let's say in my case, go from not having anyone in your life to boom, the next day you're married and you're joyful. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. There is a journey. And you get to decide how fast or how slow you want that journey to be. Mm-hmm. The thing I the thing I work with people about is let's take one step at a time. You may have right. a picture of what you want, but in order to get that, it takes some journey. It takes some steps. It takes uh, from getting from this place to that place, and it isn't always a big leap. Sometimes people do leap, but it isn't always a big leap. Many times is a small shift, a small transition. It starts with your mind. It starts with what you're thinking. It starts with um, uh, what you believe is right for you. Sometimes yes. people, um, they journey. They, I, I, I um, work with them and ask them to pay attention to their dreams and start journaling around your dreams. Yes. Because once, yes. once you start to journal, you're actually bringing whatever's on the inside, you're bringing it out. Yeah. And the power of written word is really, really powerful. Yes, yes. Especially when it's yours about you. <laughs> what? Especially when that written word is your words about you. Uh, about you, yes. <laughs> you know, yes. about what you want, about what's important to you. Yeah, right. Yes, so the journaling is one of us. Uh, now, you have several practices that you use that you've uh, trained yourself in over the years of your development. Yes. And um, you do hypnosis. Yes, you also yes. do uh, NLP, which is neurological linguistic practice. Is that right? Programming. 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 EFT, which is emotional feeling technique, emotional and then freedom. Em- Emo- freedom. freedom. I keep Be changing no- that one yeah. all the time. Um, <laughs> and then emotional code practitioner. So I'm not quite as familiar with that. The other three I've used, um, and so, but I'm not quite in, know much about yeah. the emotional code. So when we come back, we're going to take a brief break here. And when we come back, then maybe you'll tell us a little bit about the four different practices that you use and which you find to be most effective. I would love that. Okay. So we are going to take a break here. It's a perfect time for you to service yourself, get a cup of coffee, and come back and listen to more of Cynthia, Isaac, and Joyce. 
Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the author of Effortless Happiness, continues in this segment to share insights that will help you live a life of greater purpose and filled with happiness. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author Joyce Buford returns after this short break. You've got, that's the one you've got to change. It says, okay, okay. All right. Welcome back. We're talking with Cynthia Isaac today. She is a trainer, a personal growth and transformational mentor. She's also a personal development trainer and workshop and seminar facilitator. Now, we... Before break, we shortly were talking about some of the practices that she uses. But before she goes into talking about that, we want I want to know the question that you ask, are you loving yourself fully? We've talked about the importance of loving, but loving yourself. But how do you know if you're really loving yourself if you haven't in the past been doing a very good job of it? So tell us more about that, Cynthia. Um, the question that you would ask, are you loving yourself fully, that, that has to do with, are you listening? Are you, in other words, um, it might be that you're in a relationship that's a toxic relationship for you. Yes. Um, yeah. If you're not loving yourself, if, if you're not paying attention, that means you're not loving yourself. You're staying in that toxic situation for whatever reason, fear, mm-hmm. fear of loss, whatever. So that's right. the first thing is to ask yourself, Whatever situation I'm finding myself in, does it feel good? Is it satisfying me? Is it helping me to become the best version of who I am? Mm-hmm. And so when you find that out, and maybe let's say you're in that toxic relationship, then you want to ask yourself, well, what's stopping me from loving myself? What am I in what the relationship? I, what's stopping me from loving myself in that? Toxic yes, in that particular right with that example right with that example okay. in that relationship you realize it's it, you you realize now that this is a toxic relationship. Yes, you may have been in that relationship for a long time or yes. short time doesn't matter. But the fact is you realize that is a toxic relationship. So you're saying, yeah. uh oh, 
I'm realizing that I am not loving myself fully. Yes. This is toxic. This is not working for me. So mm -hmm. the next step would be, well, what's stopping me from getting out of this relationship? Because loving myself would mean I'd have to give this relationship up. Mm -hmm. So the next question is, what's stopping me? And it right. could be that I'm in fear, fear of being alone, fear of whatever. I'm in fear. That's, the, that's what's stopping me. So let's say in that example, you realize I'm in fear. Mm -hmm. One of the things I can do to help that person goes into some of the um, modalities that I was telling you that I use in situations like that. Mm -hmm. And it might, you know, once the person finds out that they are experiencing fear and the fear is gripping them and not allowing them to look at that relationship clearly and then move forward in freeing yourself of whatever that fear is. Mm -hmm. yeah. It might mean that I would use uh, emotional uh, freedom technique that would mm -hmm. be called tapping. Tapping, yes. we use that a lot. Um, uh -huh. And that would be, okay, well, what am I fearful about? What is, explain what e emotional feeling technique is, how okay, that's emo practiced, just a brief description. Okay, emotional freedom technique has to do, it's a long story, but I'll try to make it short. It make has to do short. with energy. It has to do with energy. Um, we have in our body um, what we call meridians or points in our body where energy can get stuck or lodged. Mm -hmm. And the emotional freedom technique allows us to tap on those meridian areas. And as we're tapping on those areas, we're speaking a statement. For example, um, the question might be, why am I so fearful of getting out of this relationship? Yes. So you, you would tap on different points and say, it, it's, <laughs> why am I so fearful? And you're tapping. And as you're tapping, you're facing whatever that energetic area is that's stuck. And you yes. say, well, uh, you go to the next spot. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm fearful of being alone. That's the next spot. And now you're releasing yeah. that. And then you may go to another spot and say, uh, I'm fearful because I don't feel like I can um, take care of myself and be on my own and take care of myself. Mm -hmm. So you go through these different meridians, and as you're going through the meridians, you're actually speaking out loud what that fear is. Mm -hmm. So you're bringing, out, you're bringing out the fear, and as you're bringing out that fear, it's with your words, and it's also with your, your releasing energy. So energetically, you are releasing it. Yeah. And the, uh, thing about, uh, the thing about it is as you do this, you can, I mean, I've seen people immediately um, come to the core reason of why they're doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And, for example, they come to the core reason of really, really understanding what that fear is. And once they come to that point, once they identify it, once they decide <laughs> and choose that that is no longer working for them, they let it go. The fear goes, and now they're moving into another direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I encourage those people that, that are interested from Cynthia's uh, description to also go to YouTube and look up EFT or tapping as another name for this practice. And you can see a uh, video that shows you how they go through this process. Uh, exactly. It's hard to talk it. 
actually. Yes. <laughs> yes. You did a good exactly. job, Cynthia. But visual is really is the best. So it but I have seen the power of emotional EFT or tapping and it is so well accepted in most of the coaching practices these days. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's a, uh, it, it's definitely a process that will help move you very, very quickly, very, very quickly. Sometimes, mm-hmm. I, in fact, I have worked with people who have been in some type of uh, um, therapy for years and have, um, they've had some progress, but maybe they didn't get to the really core of what was going on. And mm-hmm. I've actually experienced uh, uh, seeing people really transition as a result of a combination of things, but uh, tapping with some of it. But, I mean, I've actually seen them come to um, some real transition, mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. to grips with a situation and transitioning from that. Right. Well, you have two of the practices. I was listening to a recording yesterday on YouTube. I'm a big fan of YouTube. And uh, they were talking about the subconscious and the conscious mind. Yes. And uh, the subconscious seems to be the real bugaboo in in changing habits and creating new thoughts. Yes. Yes. So that's why you have to. And they they were. Go ahead. Yeah, that is why you have to go beyond surface. You know, I yes. started out saying, you know, you're going to meditate, you want to go within, you want to uh, pull away from the noise and what's going outside, you go inside, and then that's how you can reach that subconscious level, because you can say all day long that I want to give up this fear of whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But until you really deal with it on a subconscious level, you are not able to release it. And that EFT Kathy is helping us to go into the subconscious level and bring out what's really causing it. And mm-hmm. as you bring out what's causing it, that's what's allowing you to release the subconscious um, fear that is buried on the inside. Mm-hmm. Well, they advocated yesterday two of the practices that you have on your on your list, and one is the hypnosis. Mm-hmm. You're a certified hypnosis hypnotist mm-hmm. and the use of the EFT as yes. changing that um, subconscious mind. Absolutely. So that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly what I use. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Now tell us a little bit about emotional code pres- practitioner. I'm, I'm unfamiliar with that one. Okay. Emotional code is similar, but yet different. And what that, what the best way that I can explain and how I got involved with that, with that is that I talked earlier about the meridians and, and, and the energy flow. Yes. What happens with us when we have heartache, if we mm-hmm. don't deal with that heartache, that leaves a place in you that is not released. So uh-huh. if I have, a, I, I have heartache and I've never dealt with it, then that heartache is still lodged in my heart. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people for years and years and years don't deal with their hurt or their heartache. So yes. what can happen is we build up what we call heart walls. And if you can mm-hmm. imagine, a heart wall would be like a brick wall, literally a brick wall that is around your heart. Oh, so if you can yes. imagine that, if you have a brick wall, nothing can come in and nothing can go out. Mm-hmm. 
So you're right. living, you're living, but it's more like existing. You're move, going through the motions. Yes, absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what happens in this uh, um, emotion code is that it's a uh, process that allows you, the uh, facilitator, to work with that client and find out where are, if there are any heart walls, and if so, where there are. It might be oh. that you just have uh, um, emotions, emotions that need to be released. It may not mm -hmm. be a heart wall. But chances are, if it's been for years, you do have a heart wall. You have a wall around your heart that's not allowing you to be yeah. Open fully up alive. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this it's is amazing. The practice, the process I know these, is, is if these people that are listening, have a, <laughs> are listening, it's unbelievable <clears throat> that we as humans have so many coping mechanisms to keep us safe. We think they're keeping us safe, but yes. they're not necessarily keeping us safe. Yes. Yes. They they need to be released and cleaned and yes. washed and yes. talked <laughs> through to get us into a more receptive uh, place for changing yes. our subconscious mind. Yes. Don't they? Isn't that amazing? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. I'm just amazed yes. at our human body. What it can yes. do, what it can't do. I don't and know what you know, can. I think the, the beautiful but, thing is the beautiful thing is that it doesn't have to be hard. That's why I, I always, when I'm talking with people, and I, I really want people to get that this whole idea of becoming the best you, uh, living that life, creating your dreams, all of it mm -hmm. is with grace and ease. And the reason it's with grace and ease is because number one, you're following your intuition, your inner knowing. And number two, we have processes and practices that can help you uh, release them. So it does not have to be hard. Yeah. In fact, it shouldn't be hard. The only reason it's hard is because we make it hard. True. And do we make it hard through the suffering? Or, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. What is absolutely. it that we do? We make it hard through our beliefs through our mindset, through the things we believe, through the patterns, through the conditioning, through the things that um, aren't working for us. Yeah. That's what's making it hard. I mean, when we are able to release, to surrender, to let go. Yeah. Yeah. Then we make space for that transition. We make space for miracles to happen. We make space for our lives to change, literally, before our eyes. Mm. Yeah. So when, what's stopping most people from loving themselves? I think we kind of talked about that. Is and you know, in other words, there's something in the subconscious, the fear, something that you're yeah. afraid of that you don't want to come out. Yes. Um, and, and and the best thing in the world is to allow that to come out. Whatever yeah. that thing is that you're afraid of, allow mm -hmm. it to come out. When you find yourself afraid, and I say allow it to come out, I really mean in a safe, sacred environment. You, you want right. to be wise, and you want to be safe. So you want to make sure that you're in a safe space with a safe person, uh, with somebody you trust, in an environment mm -hmm. where you're going to be supported. Yeah. So I'm going to say that there, for these practices, you really need a coach, a guide, somebody that is experienced in helping you, the woman, move through this transition, or man, move this through this transition. 
You can't just well, do it on your yeah, own. Well, well, actually, there are there are a lot a lot of things we can do. I remember when I first found out about tapping. When I first found out about it, I researched like on my own and YouTube and things of that nature, and I was able uh-huh. to get some relief. But you're right. Good. At some point, yeah. I had to actually go out and go to a professional and learn right. how to do it and let that person guide me through it. And once yeah. that happened and I knew what it was, then I was able to uh, use it on myself more. And the more I use it on myself and I began to share it and use it on other people, then I realized that, okay, this is how it works. So right. to answer your question, you can start, like you mentioned earlier, somebody going on YouTube, you can go onto YouTube and you can watch EFT videos, and that will help you because it'll give you an idea of what it is and to a point, yeah. or maybe depending on you, it could release it. But I really believe that you need to go with somebody professionally if you really want to get to the heart of the matter, the subconscious, Quicker. and complete, completely release it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's helpful to work with uh, professionals so that you they identify the problem quicker. They drive yes. you to the right practice to help you move through it, and and then they they can also be beneficial in just helping you build after you have yes. that discovery of That's yourself. That yes, it's a support, and it would guide you not only through it, but. In transition, as you're moving forward to where you want to go, it also helps you identify what you really, really want. Yeah, so a life of purpose. You talk about purpose and passion. After the healing goes, then you're Mm -hmm. clear and you can kind of look at what you call purpose. Now, what do you, how do you define someone's purpose? Do we only have one purpose or uh, what is it that attaches us to a, a big dream or something? Well, I'm going to say this, and I think that <laughs> when people hear this, they go, oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't believe that every one of us have one purpose in life. We have others, mm-hmm. but we have one. And mm-hmm. that is my main purpose. And my main purpose is I believe I was created to love. Mm-hmm. I believe I was created to bring light into situations and to love. Mm-hmm. So that is my purpose. So everything, because I understand and know that that's my purpose and the uh, the route that my life has taken, then that's why I do what I do, because my purpose is to bring light and love into every situation I'm in. Mm-hmm. And I think I everybody's do- purpose is to bring love, because I think that we all, you know, are created, um, you know, we came out of a mother's womb. I mean, that is... You know, we were created, we have that speed, we have that love that's in us. Mm. And, and, so, and the passion, does that come with further defining or taking you toward uh, uh, passionate things that you would help you love in your life or give your, passion, your life passion purpose? Has to, passion has Did to I, do with passion has to do with what what lights me up, what inspires yeah. me. What makes me feel good? That's the passion. And everyone's passion is different, and it, it can change. But uh, uh, so, yeah, um, passion is um, I love what I do. You know, this lights me up. This makes me feel good. When I'm working with someone and I see them transition, I see their eyes open up. I see mm-hmm. uh, a burden lifted from them. That excites me. <laughs> and, I mean, I don't care yeah. if it's in the, in, the, in the grocery store talking to someone or one-on-one with a client. It excites me to see that people connect and that people are able to 
release, to let go, to switch, to change, to transition. That excites me. So my mm-hmm. passion is to help people bring light, bring love, help them live the best life that they can live. So life, uh, your purpose is your overall umbrella, love, and the passion comes, is how you serve that purpose. Yes, you said it. You said yes. it so beautifully. Yes. Uh, and when I say purpose is love, uh, even though it's love, people can still have different versions of how they go about love. And, right. Uh, um, and then a passion, uh, you know, as you said, that is your what excites you. You know, mm-hmm. let's say let's say that person mm-hmm. I talked about earlier that that climbed the uh, um, corporate ladder. Yeah. Uh, what she what she liked to do was garden. She liked to <laughs> open her hands. She liked to be in the dirt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But she wasn't getting any of that in her previous life. Right. Even though she was yeah. successful. So what she found is my passion is working on gardens, just growing. You know, is is it, having organic uh, gardening. Raising uh, uh, organic vegetables and being organic, being organic. That's my mm-hmm. passion. That's what mm-hmm. I love to do. That's what excites me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was very fortunate early, uh, well, in my about my 30s or 40s, I guess you'd say, um, that I had a passion. I cannot tell you why for this project other than I felt like I was changing an area of children's lives. And that mm. was with the children's museum. And so I joined mm. a group that we were creating um, a children's museum in Tyler. Now we're like an 80,000 sized town, so not a terribly big town. And uh, um, it was a, a project that was kind of divided, developed by the junior league. And then we advanced it more, but there is such energy there is such a draw a a force when you are living a passion yes i want to explain it that way that's why i gave you the story it was just something that compelled and it was a science museum at first and i didn't even like science in school so (laughs) i can't you know it wasn't related to the subject matter but it was just this overall belief that being in a rural area of East Texas, I felt like I was changing lives, you know, Mm -hmm. children and families and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So for Mm -hmm. me, that is my passion story. I can tell you I was passionate about that. And, um, and I can't really tell if I did, there's no evaluator that said, it said, yes, you have changed 365,000 lives. There's nothing there, but that's not important to me. It's the belief that the passion, that the project, the hours, the time, the dreams, all benefited children of East Texas. Yeah, so, yeah. I like I like to say that passion is something that you would do even if nobody ever paid you for it. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I don't think I got paid. <laughs> but you do get paid in a very... Yes. Yes, yeah, absolutely. you have all this energy, this joy, this satisfaction. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. That, that's a pay. That's pay. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So we're creating life of dreams when we're living in our passion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really why we're here on Earth. I do believe. 
Yeah, yeah, like Rafa said earlier, you know, we're here to love, and the way we love is we're passionate about whatever we're doing, and that's what we put our love into. And it does help. There's someone looking for what you have and who you are. Every single person has something. Mm-hmm. And whatever it is, like we talked about earlier about let the fear come out. Whatever it is that you have, let it come out. Because believe me, you may think of it as something small because it comes easy to you. But for someone else, that's big. And they're uh-huh. waiting for you to give your gift. Mm-hmm. Now, before we're coming to the close of our show, but before we do live, leave, I want you to tell us about the Divine Spiritual Connection show that you have coming up, that you are oh. leading the way on. <laughs> Thank you for that. I, I, I tell you something. I feel so grateful and so honored to even be in this position. And as I said, it is definitely spirit-led. And what it is is I had an opportunity to um, talk to these wonderful uh, influencers, 25-plus influencers and experts, and it was on the subject of love. And it came out of my own heart, my own experience, about the importance of loving yourself. And for me, yes, loving myself, but I also wanted to connect with my soulmate, the person that I believe the spirit is leading for me to be with. And then together we build this life. So that's what it all came out of. And um, um, Well, how, my, how can my listeners uh, benefit from this series that you are um, going to have on the Internet? Yes. Yes, okay, it, the way that they can benefit, it, it, it is a free uh, series, and there are 25-plus uh, uh, interviews that I had. The way you can mm-hmm. benefit, and it's all, around, it's all around love, loving yourself. So I don't care whoever you are, you can always love yourself better. You can always yes. uh, 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 allow yourself to become a better version of you, to uh, love yourself radically and rediscover the real you so you can be authentic yeah. in life. So how it can help your any anyone, male, female, whatever. To, so how do they three, get there? Where, the way how they get, do they get, there, get the way, to it? Okay. The way you get there is go to www.divine, spiritual, S-P-I-R-I-T-U-A-L, connection, C-O-N-N-E-C-T-I-O-N, www.divinespiritualconnection.com. So go mm-hmm. there, and you will see a video with me talking about um, um, what what the series is about, and you can mm-hmm. enter your information, and you can have access to all of the free um, interviews, mm-hmm. and they will be there for some time, and then we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll I think they're going to be there 48 hours. Um, and so when does there. this start, Cynthia? Oh, it, it starts on May the 15th. That would be the first um interview that's being launched is on May 15th, so anyone can go anytime right now and go out to www.divinespiritualconnection.com and they can listen to a short video I have out there expressing what I'm hoping to uh, bring to the audience and then enter Mm -hmm. your information and you'll get a chance to enter each of the interviews. And each interview is a different flavor of how you love yourself. I've got people on there that talk about the Me Too generation. I've got right. people that talk about uh, all kinds of different um, flavors of loving yourself. So right. I would certainly uh, encourage you to go out there and check it out. 
Well, Cynthia, it's been wonderful, and I'm so excited that I am one of those guests on yes, that yes, series. Yes, of course. <laughs> so, I do we are they all released on the fifteenth, or do the, you oh, drip no, no, them no, no. in? No, one? no, no. We will have uh, we will have uh, a two to three release per day, and uh-huh. uh, when you cool. go when you go out there, you'll be able to see uh, who's each speaker a bio Wonderful. of what they're talking about yeah. the day that they're going to be interviewed. Cool. Well, I've had several in my community that have received your um, advertise your commercial or your notices, oh. I guess, from my mailing out. But they're yes. they're anxiously awaiting that uh, that their recordings or listening to your programs. I yes. we very quickly have to say goodbye, Cynthia. I loved having you on. I think it's so relevant that we talk about love. Women finding their self-love and creating the life that they really want to have. So thank you so much for being my guest today. It's been a fantastic experience, my dear. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you, audience. And I am just so blessed and so privileged to be able to be bringing this to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So. Audience, I'd like for you to go out this week and make it an awesome week. And remember that you are in total control of your future. Joyce Buford returns next week at the same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving the support they need through their transitions and are able to reclaim their true purpose with confidence. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at JoyceBufordEmpowers.com.